for just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. I'm Erica Lynn, and we all know the ocean is the most demanding environment on Earth, consistently testing the reliability and durability of our equipment. When you spend as much time fishing as I do, you know that reliable gear is essential for staying on the water. This is why I went with Abyss Battery to power my trolling motor, electronics, and outboard. The guys at Abyss Battery are rattling the saltwater industry by manufacturing performance marine batteries specifically designed for sonar, outboards, trolling motors, and electronic fishing reels. They're also Bluetooth compatible, so I found check battery statuses right on your phone while you're out on the water is a huge game changer. To learn more about why Abyss batteries are used by the pros and factory installed by Premier Boat Builders, visit abyssbattery.com. All right, welcome back to another episode of the season 22. Today is November 2nd, 2022, and today we're going to be doing a little update on what I have going on. You have to excuse me. I have a really bad cough. I'm, I've been fighting a cold, fighting being sick for the last three days. I've been down and out, but um, I've recently got out to, I needed to force myself to get outside and, and walk around and, and try to get out and do some stuff. I've been glassing every morning that I can, honestly, um, in the, every evening, but still I'm in the, I'm in the grind mode right now. I'm still treating it as I still have tags and I'm and technically I do have tags so I, I can kill does which I will be doing but I've got a trip coming up for work this Saturday I'm leaving for Saskatchewan where it's going to get really cold and uh, I'm going to be filming up there so I'm going to be gone until the 11th of November and um, so I, I'm gearing up though still as if I'd be hunting because there's a lot of information out there that I just I don't want to just throw the season to the to the wayside like there's a lot of historical data there's a lot of things where like today november 2nd is the first day that i've seen you know good bucks up on their feet chasing does like crazy all day uh, i've had them on cameras but glassing you know at my lunch break i had to get out and drove around in glass and saw two different bucks chasing does at 12 20 and 12 30 in the afternoon and uh also got a picture on an Exodus render of a buck checking a primary scrape uh, for does. So I think he's like in between does, and I'll get into that here in a little bit. But today's episode is going to be brought to you by Exodus Outdoor Gear. If you guys are, you know, wanting any good cell cams or any, you know, good trail cams that are, that are bulletproof and that work really well, check out Exodus renders at exodusoutdoorgear.com. Again, I have to apologize. Um, I've got throat lozenges in. I'm trying not to cough, so you guys are going to have to battle with me here. It's just part of it. It's I feel like every year about this time, I get sick and I hate it. All right, so let's get into this here. A couple things that I want to talk about. And I don't want you guys to think that I'm talking to you and this is what you need to do. This is what I would be doing if I was hunting and what I am doing right now. So if I didn't, if I still did have tags and this is, 
you know, what I would be doing. And if I don't want this to be like, I'm talking to you and that you need to do this. So a couple of the things that I first want to get out there is right now here in Michigan, it is, it is warm. I mean, today was a high of 70, tomorrow's a high of 70, Friday's a high of 68, Saturday's a high of 63, Sunday's a high of 63, Monday's a high of 59. And then it kind of sustains that for a while until, uh, until Saturday, November 12th, you know, the 10th is a high of 62. And then the high of the 12th is 43 and drops from there. So that's a 19 degree change. But one thing I want to say for me in this time frame right now, this early part of November, I don't care about temperature. Don't care at all. Because think about it, guys, if you could only procreate <laughs> for a month or a couple weeks a year, temperature's not going to stop you. Um, these deer are still out chasing like crazy today. Like I said, it was like 72 degrees around noon and there's shooter bucks on their feet chasing does like crazy. I got one picture of a deer around 2.30. I think it was around 2 or 2.30 that he comes by the camera tongue out hit his his mouth hanging wide open and he's just been running all day so that doesn't matter the best thing that i think i can do right now is just get in the tree you need to get in the tree or i need to get in the tree and just fight it you know what i mean it's gonna happen and a couple things so the temperature doesn't really matter to me the barometric pressure really doesn't matter to me one thing I am looking at is wind direction and in in conjunction of where I'm hunting. So a lot of people might be seeing like that their scrapes, cameras on scrapes and everything are probably not going dinging and, and showing you pictures like they had been. That's okay. And don't move them in my opinion because those primary scrapes right now, even though the bucks might not be hitting them, they're going to be scent checking them downwind because does are still coming by them and they're still laying their scent and everything because their body's telling them they have to. So use those primary scrapes and those scrape areas to your advantage of hunting downwind of them, catching bucks downwind. So I'm not getting bucks that are hitting scrapes right now, but they're walking and kind of checking them. That is what's going on. So I'm taking that into consideration. And the other thing is cover, cover, cover. So yesterday, so my wife still has tags. And yesterday, sorry, I had to cough there. Yesterday, what I did is I went to a piece of an area where I can hunt and my wife can hunt. And there it's like thick cover for doe bedding. I'm honing in on doe bedding and rut funnels. This particular doe bedding area is probably mm, an acre, acre and a half in size, maybe at the most. Well, it's got CRP, CRP around the whole thick piece of doe bedding, and it's red osier dogwood is what it is, and it's really thick. It's overgrown, and the does just use it like crazy. So I know we've got a whole bunch of south winds coming up. And I know we got a whole bunch of north, northwest winds coming up as well. So I positioned the stand location where we could use it for any south wind or any north, northwest wind coming into, you know, the next couple weeks. Also, it just so happens to be 
like right in a rut funnel. What I mean by that is any west wind, any north wind, uh, these bucks will be circling downwind of this doe bedding. And I put the doe bedding right as where this little inside corner pinches down and they have to come through this little funnel to check this doe bedding. So I think it would be right in the chips right there. So that's what I'm honing in on right now. I'm not getting discouraged that my cameras aren't dinging and showing me bucks, buck after buck after buck, because I do know that those bucks might be just out of camera range, but they're still checking them. Those good scrapes that you find, you know, earlier in October that get hit a lot, they're still checking them. And I, there's one in particular that's on a field edge that I can glass. I'm not getting buck pictures on that at all. But what I do see through the binoculars when I'm glassing it all the time is bucks won't go into the inside corner where it's at. They like to circle downwind of it and just check it. They, do, they, they like to keep moving. They like to keep going. So that's some things that I'm doing right now. All day sits. If you guys can sit all day right now, that is key. If you can do it, if not, no big deal, really. I mean, my whole thing is like, yeah, I, you know, all day sits are great, but I hunt when I can hunt. If I've got to take my daughter to school in the morning and I can't get in the stand till nine o'clock in the morning, right now it's perfect to hunt from nine until noon or nine until three. I've got to pick her up at three. So what I would do, actually, I got to pick her up at three thirty. I would hunt from nine to three, and I did that last year a couple of times. As I'm talking on November second, a year ago today is when I killed my buck, uh, my Michigan, my Michigan buck, the Super Six. If you guys haven't heard that podcast, go check out. Uh, I did two, basically I redid the podcast as well, but, um, it's called, uh, the craziest 48 hours I've ever been through and hunting, go check that out. It's a pretty cool story, but just here then I caught that doe, that buck with a doe that morning. He was, you know, fighting off bucks after bucks and I was able to, you know, ground stalk him basically and get into a, a position where I could kill him. That is key right now in ag country like that's one of those big tactics that a lot of guys i don't feel like utilize that you could really utilize but you know in the big timber stuff a lot of those rut funnels and edges right now um in between doe bedding like there's a there's an area on my family farm that's got two different cedar swamps that's that's high doe bedding well there's this funnel of just hardwoods that is probably, boy, it creates a funnel that's probably three to 400 to 500 yards long, probably, that connects these two bedding areas. That's where I'd be sitting right now. I'd be sitting downwind of one of those bedding areas, and I'd be bouncing back and forth. I'd probably play a little safe at the beginning, depending on how much time I had, is I'd probably wouldn't get in real deep or real close to either one of those beddings. I'd probably sit in the middle of the both betting areas and just kind of, you know, not be out of the game, still be in the game, but don't push the fact where you're going to be pushing deer out of those betting areas. I'd be starting there and then I'd move into closer to those betting areas probably if I had the time that allowed it. But if I knew I needed to go in and get aggressive right away because I knew I only had one night to hunt or one morning to hunt, I'd be getting aggressive right away. So it just depends on all the time you have and everything. So all day sits or hunting when you can, like I said. Um, just looking at some of my notes. Yeah, and you know, 
the I want to go back to temperature because I feel like a lot of a lot of guys hang their head on oh it's going to be cold so they're going to be moving right now it doesn't matter I mean you can throw everything out the window right now it's kind of an anomaly you just need to get in the tree and more seat time you can get the better and just hone in on those like I said cover 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 go back to you know your spring scouting and everything and the the rut sign when you when you unveiled that rut sign and you found some of those doe bedding areas sit on those hard edges around around the cover and like i said now i feel like i'm talking to everybody out there i don't want this to be like i'm preaching you this is what you need to do this is what i'd be doing sorry if it's coming across as like i don't want to preach to you it's not it's not what i'm about but that's what i'd be doing i'd be getting on the edge of those covers and um really honing in on cover and doe bedding. And, you know, there is times where if I, cause I glass a lot, especially in ag country, if I know a lot of does are pooling up in some destination food, I'm not going to overlook that. Like I know if there's a, a family group of does or a couple different does that are coming into a destination food, you know, just about every night, eventually a buck is going to come around and going to check those does. Typically that's not going to be my first play just because I don't feel like it's that aggressive. I w- I'm more of the guy that likes to dump in, get right on the edge of the thick cover, right on the bedding, and it's going to happen. It might be slow, monotonous sits. You might only see one or two deer a day, maybe a sit, maybe. But the thing is, it's going to happen. There is a podcast I'm going to do here recent or soon with a buddy, and I don't want to get into too much, but today... As of today, he's been hunting a particular deer here in the state of Michigan, a big deer, and he's had seven encounters with him. He sat all day today and ended up killing him at 1245 today. So when I say big deer, like a deer that's pushing 150. So just those things right there. He saw him this morning right after first light, and then the deer disappeared, and he ended up coming back through this funnel to get a drink of water. And when he did, he was in position and shot him right then. So it's even that right there, like he had some water near him. Those bucks have to go to water. They have to drink as well, but they're out and about running all day. They are. So the best thing I can say, what I would be doing right now is just getting in and uh, putting the seat time in and you can, and and I'm going to be using my time very wisely and getting in as much as I can. And if it's only one or two sits here or there, then I'm going to definitely maximize that no matter what time. It is if it's 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. So that's, I guess that's what I'm trying to get across of, you know, what I would be doing. Looking at my notes here, I really don't have anything else, but, you know, there's some good times coming up right now. Like I said, it's, we're in the first part of November right now, and it's only going to get better here for the next, you know, week. And these does, I've been glassing some does right now, and, there's a couple of little bucks that are just pasturing the shit out of them. And I really, I got excited, but I, I didn't get too excited because I hadn't seen a shooter buck yet really driving does around. So it was like some guys I've been talking to is like, oh, the rut is fully on around us. I'm like, well, I physically haven't seen it yet. Well, what they were talking about is the little bucks were really pushing hard and, you know, uh, a decent you know, Michigan shooter buck I haven't seen yet until today. November 2nd, finally seen him. I saw two of them pushing and then a third one really, you know, midday looking and searching. So 
that is uh, what I can tell you what I got going on right now. And I'm really going to hone in on that cover, like I said, for the third time, and the edges and the rut funnels. And don't downplay those primary scrape areas. Well, there might be leaves in them, there might be branches in them, whatever. They might not look like they haven't been worked. To me, in my experience, that does not matter. Get downwind of those things. The bucks are still going to be scent checking them. They might not hit them, but they're still going to be scent checking them downwind. So do that as well, because that's what I'm gonna be. That's what I would be doing, and what has worked for me in the past. So that's it, guys. A season, another episode of the season twenty-two is in the books. I really apologize about me being sick, and there's. I'm just trying to fight it. So I want to get another episode out for you guys. I'm leaving for Saskatchewan here in a couple days. So trying to think of some creative ways to kind of keep this season 22 thing going because a lot of people are liking it don't forget if you guys want to order a pre-order season 22 shirt i got them at pre-order right now go to my instagram check out the page there dm me what you want um if you want one it's going to be 27 dollars shipped to your door for the shirt and uh, tell me the size you want give me your address and then we can work out payment after that so thank you guys very much yeah Here's another episode of the Season 22. Thank you for all the support. Go to iTunes, leave a five-star rating, and leave a written review. Thank you, guys, and good luck out there. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. You'd think, with four of us spread out on a tiny island, that the task of tagging a whitetail would not be a big thing. But, as I've learned, no matter where I've been, whitetails can be damn tricky. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.